0: You're listening to Missing the Conversation with me, pub landlady Miranda Richardson. I've decided to do this podcast with my nearest and dearest. We're going to talk about all sorts of things from family and friendship to cancer and grief. Every topic that happens to all of us at some point in our lives. You might find we babble on a little bit, but then you might also find that little nugget that will just help you get through your day that little bit easier. Happy listening. My guest today is uh, the lovely Ashley Fitzhugh. Good afternoon, Ashley. How are you, my darling?
1: I'm very well, thank you very much.
0: Uh, so as a good publican, landlady, uh, I'm going to ask you, what can I get you?
1: I'll have a bottle of Estrella, please.
0: Marvellous. Which is your usual tipple when you come and see me in the pub, is it not?
1: It is, yeah.
0: Uh, so a little bit about um, how we know each other. We are fellow publicans, well, ex-publican for you now. mm mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, And you now frequent my public house when it's open. I do. And you're allowed to come in a drink. And we're going to talk today a different aspect on friendship. Um, Because I think you'd probably say you've got, you know, quite a lovely flowery history, would you not? Um,
1: Not the norm.
0: (laughs) Not the norm. If
1: there is a norm. Not the norm.
0: Um, So you are Ashley. Uh And you are female. Yeah. It's (laughs) <laughs> it's, <the start laughs> ten. it's like top ten questions. Uh but you haven't always been Ashley. No. And you haven't always been female. No. So um many years ago, still in this neck of the woods, still in this part of Northamptonshire, you were Stuart. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about Stuart.
1: Not many people know know me as Stuart though, because they tend to use my nickname. They do Mary. tend to use your nickname, yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah. Born and bred in Harpole, as they say. Um, grew up Harpole, left Harpole when I was 21, got married, had children, uh, lived in Weedon, and then Wilton and then sort of everything broke down and everything changed.
0: It's very much standard, typical male village boy. Yeah. Played football, yeah. you know.
1: Bit of a bugger.
0: Uh, yeah, I think recently <clears throat> somebody once said to me, you perhaps not, have a conversation with Stuart, really. You kind of weren't up for chatting much of the time, kind of.
1: No, I'm naturally shy, believe it or not, but I, have, but for the last 30 years, probably since mid-20s, i put myself in a position where I have to do something mm-hmm. and have to speak to people or have to come out on the shell
0: mm-hmm.
1: because for the first... 20 odd years of my life, I wouldn't talk to anybody, wouldn't look anybody in the eye. I was always within myself.
0: Mm.
1: And then when I played sport, that was my release. So I was quite angry. Very angry when I played sport.
0: Quite um, you know, it's been said quite quite tough on the football pitch, you know, quite yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Started playing men's football when I was 14 and got sent off twice in my first season. <laughs> first time was for fighting, and the second time was for stamping on somebody's face. But
0: Oh, so not technically fighting then? No.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've told quite a few people that know that didn't know the story. I was 14, so I was reasonably tall, but I played right wing. Mm-hmm. My dad used to watch me every
0: game.
1: Mm. Uh, and this old boy that was playing full-back for Gold, Ashby, was kicking me every time I got the ball. And my dad was saying, don't let him do that to you again. And it was like, oh. So the next time he did it to me again, I just stood up and started punching him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it all, everybody joined in. And then I got a bit of telling off for that because dad had to pay me a £28 fine.
0: That was big money. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. It's probably not much more today, but I don't know. Yeah. So that's what I thought he meant, but he didn't mean that.
0: Just, just, like, just
1: be a little bit quick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> not, not turn around and thumping one. Brilliant. Um, where do you think that anger came from?
1: Uh, don't know. It was, yeah, football, football was my release.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, I always played football, played rugby for the school. But the thing is with rugby, when you play at school level, when you leave school, you either play rugby or you play football. Yeah. i right. Chose the football because my dad didn't like rugby. Yeah. But the anger side, I um, don't know, I just probably naturally competitive. <laughs> <laughs> or there was, I don't know, just, things used to wind me up and, you yeah, know, I'd happily, you yeah, know, tackle somebody twice my size mm. that before the game, i wouldn't even look at yeah or after the game it was like oh my god it's gonna beat the crap out of me now or whatever
0: do you think it was the safety of the pitch that even though you might get you might get told off you might get red card you might get whatever you could have that anger in the safety of the pitch
1: yeah and the safety of having your friends with mm-hmm. you, playing with your friends because when I first started playing football for Harpole, it wasn't anywhere near the setup it is today. You know, we still played at Cold Ashby, which was a cow field, Little Bo- Great Brompton, yeah. can- Sheepfield, Welford, which was a sheep field. So it wasn't sort of like all the singing, or dancing, tracksuits, and whatever.
0: It's uh, the lane now, is not it? Isn't it no, the lane? Not the lane. <laughs> <laughs> it's still down, yeah. yeah, down at the club.
1: Yeah, so but everybody in the village. Or everybody of my age and slightly older played football. It was what you did. So Harpo probably had two sides on a Saturday, two sides on a Sunday. And I would say that there might have been three or four players on a Saturday out of both of the sides that didn't live in the village. Yeah. So, you yeah, know, I played, you yeah, know, when I was playing for Harpo Reserves, we had senior members aside, like, yeah, like Les Millingham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and a couple of other older players. And then everybody else was 17, 16, 15, 14. Yeah. So I played football with my mates. And we were, you know, being in a village, half or and half half-ball, or you'd look after each other. Yeah, absolutely. So if I got into trouble, I knew that I'd have a little bit of peckin'. Yeah. yeah.
0: Got married at 21. Were you 21? Do you say 21?
1: No, I bought a house together at 21. Yeah. And
0: then
1: we got married at 24.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I wanted children, and it was it was a case of sort of like there was I I knew inside me then comfortably knew inside me then who I was and what what I wasn't and so forth and it was a case of yeah, do I get married? Do I want to get married? Why do I want to get married? But I still wanted the children bit because I thought that that would complete my circle. Yeah, and completing my circle would mean that. I could do with these do away with any other thoughts of anything else that was going in the head mm-hmm. yeah, it would Did, be the cure
0: interesting and um were you had you shared what you felt would you you know that you needed curing from with anyone at that point oh. or were you still it was still very much just for you
1: yeah it was purely on me and was for a number of the years number of years probably. Sure, internet or computers, laptops. When I first set up my business, we had a guy in who worked in the office for me and he wanted a computer with, on the internet. Yeah. And it wasn't even broadband then. He was like, internet, we've got a computer. And he was like... So he gave us sort of like a quick demo that you can do on the internet.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, dial it. And it was like... This is amazing. So, yeah, when everybody went home, I'd go on the computer, I'd go on the internet, and oh, it was like, did a little bit of searching.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then it was like, uh, not quite unique comfortable.
0: No. And I suppose from being in the village, and obviously knowing the village very well, there wouldn't exactly be an awful lot of people to talk to about that, about how you uh, felt.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, and even if there was somebody in the village that was like minded if you like, i I wouldn't yeah wouldn't even dream of so sort of like saying anything because everybody perceived me as somebody totally different.
0: yeah so it was a, it was quite a revolution then so the the computer for you in many ways not not just a revolutionary bit of kit, but actually probably helped an awful lot.
1: yeah yeah it did. So, you know, escapism, mm-hmm. if you like. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't have a computer at home or whatever. You spend an hour looking at stuff. But mm-hmm. what I didn't realise was there was a history on the computer. Yeah. Until Johnny ran our office for me. He said, he just mentioned it one day. He said, you know, there's history. I can see what everybody's searching for on there. it. And it's like, <laughs> oh, my fuck. <laughs> yeah! So you know, whether he found out or whatever, but he did, yeah, I don't know. But it was like, oh, my God, what have I done? So I know, I know how to delete my now.
0: <laughs> Strangely, though, you shouldn't have to, should you? You know, in, in something like that, you, should, you shouldn't you should have to do that. Do you think, how well did you know John?
1: Uh, he was my business partner's father-in-law. Mm-hmm. So not very well.
0: Okay. So maybe you know, because sometimes you wonder maybe that was you know his way of saying do you want do you want to talk about anything? But he would not have been that kind of person.
1: Mm, no, I don't think so. I mean, he was he was. I well, would have been thirty at that point. He'd probably been in his late fifties, early sixties. Mm-hmm. So, no, I don't think he was the type of person to to say. I think he might have said it to me, thinking that it might have been somebody else that was doing it.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So it j- didn't, perhaps.
1: Yeah, I've got a with her and go to That way,
0: <laughs> yeah, not not yeah, not very stereotypical in no. that that format.
1: No, no, I was uh, yeah, quite. I had a it, persona that came across totally different to who I was.
0: Yeah, that yeah. was that particular. Um, character that you were portraying, I suppose.
1: Yeah, and reputations sort of precede everybody, don't they? So even many years later when I, you know, when I bought the pub at Kisdenberry, people knew who I was. And it wasn't the gender thing or whatever. It was like, yeah, I remember you at football or you know yeah. and people that from Kisdenberry that I'd played against or you know, or they used to go and watch Kissingberry, yeah. knew who I was. And, you know, I remember you, you were dirty bastard, and this and the other. And he was like, I was never dirty. I was just firm, you know. Yeah. The balls that I want to win it.
0: Yeah. Competitive, I think you said earlier. Yeah. 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 Competitive. So, how old were you when you had your children? Uh, it, no, you're
1: asking.
0: <clears throat> I did prompt you for maths, too. 26
1: I? and 30. Give or take, mm,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one of each as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Josh, yeah, he's your, he was he was twenty five this week, and Scarlett was twenty one just before Christmas. Yeah.
0: And how, when you had them, like you say, you, you is that your circle complete? Did you feel that was your circle complete, or was it still not quite?
1: No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. <coughs> um, I then slipped into, um, I worked away from home a lot. So working away from home a lot, spent a lot of nights out drinking and yeah, we used to work hard and play hard. Mm -hmm. So then I had a a few affairs, a couple of affairs. Um, And it was still trying to yeah i put that down to i never enjoyed it but i put it down to i was still trying to you know cure myself if you like yeah yeah. find the person that made me really happy or or gave me some sort of relief or i don't know what i was looking for but i just thought that yeah i'll find yeah i'll get it one way or another there'd
0: be something else yeah yeah yeah
1: you know, I just thought that, you know, that there would have been, you know, I was trying to find the, the person that would complete my, yeah, my life, my circle, my happiness. But Never did. And the more I tried, yeah, the less it worked. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I suppose in your, in your marriage, at that point, the more damage is, is done as time goes on.
1: Yeah, my wife, she found out. I was a bit careless, probably wanting her to find out and then, we separated for a night, or whatever, to have a, yeah. And then it was like, came out to her.
0: Okay.
1: Came out to her, and it was like, oh, well, this is different. And then it was like, well, I always knew there was something different with you. And it was like, well, did you know? Oh, yeah, all always knew. And it was like, all right. And so we just had a secret between us for probably another three, four years. Didn't let anybody know, you know, it was our secret, blah, blah, blah. Mm. And then at the grand age of 35, had a heart attack. Yep. Uh, got taken into hospital. Um, I didn't know I was having a heart attack, but it was really painful. Ambulance came, took me to hospital. And then when they said I was having a heart attack, it was like a sigh of relief because like, oh, I'm not putting this on then. <laughs> yeah, it's not acid. Yeah, yeah as yeah. the paramedics first said.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And then that was like the, the changing point. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was it was literally the time of thinking. You know, if I'd have been born thirty years before that, I would have been dead. Yeah. Know. Yeah. So it was like my second chance at life.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Life's too short, life's too precious, everything is too important. Yeah. And it was like, yeah. So, I mean, it took a few months after the heart attack. Um, Yeah,
0: you don't just walk out of hospital going, hey. Oh, yeah, by (laughs) the way. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) So, yeah, a few months and then starting to get more involved in. The scene, yeah. if you like. Yeah. So, you know, started getting brighton and this, that, and the other. Still married, still lived together, but separated, but we were still together for the children. Yeah. Um. And then it was the time that I needed to tell a few people because mm-hmm. I started on the hormone s- stuff. Yeah. So told my best mate at the time, went out for a meal with him, said we need need to have a chat. Yeah. But we went out as as a foursome. Yeah. yeah and he said, You haven't told me what you want to say. It's like, no, I haven't drank enough yet. So he said, Come on, back to my house and we'll have a bottle of port.
0: Yeah.
1: So I think the second bottle of port, I told him, and he was like, Right, okay. So I mean you fancy me then. He was like, No, you don't have <laughs> And then he said, but you still say personally, it's like, yeah, so sure. I said, all right then, we're fine.
0: Yeah. How long had you been friends?
1: Uh probably about fifteen years or so. Yeah.
0: And did he ever have any idea? No. Or was it all the persona again that just overwhelmed yeah, he, everything?
1: I don't think many men do. Yeah. His wife did. I knew, <laughs> I knew there was something with me. It's like, no, you didn't. just do. Because every now and then I used to find you with little bits of makeup on or whatever, and you know.
0: Yeah. yeah
1: she asked me about that. at that time i said i oh, was kids looking about or whatever yeah. she, there's yeah. always an excuse as yeah. to why yeah yeah it's kids yeah blah 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 she said well i knew any you know she said i didn't know it was that you know, so so that was sort of probably a october time and then we used to go out there was probably about five or six couples that we We're all self employed or didn't have Christmas dues, yeah. So, but so we used to have our own Christmas do, you know, yep. class it as a company party,
0: yeah.
1: And then at that point, we went to do it at Staffordton and had a party over there. Um, and I came up to everybody over there at then, mm-hmm. so and there was some people that I was really. really I, yeah, didn't want to come out to it because I just thought that would be my friendship gone.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and other people came out to, it, I thought, no, we, we've got strong enough friendship. Yeah. Yeah. We'd be all right. It's totally the opposite. The people that I thought would be like, oh, fucking hell, you weirdo, you know, yeah, blah, blah, yeah.
0: blah. Handled it better.
1: They were, they were bang on it. It was like, are you all right? Yeah. And it was, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like, well, we're okay, then. yeah. And they're still, yeah, really good friends today. Yeah. Yeah, and they would do, yeah, sort of anything for me. Yeah. Whereas some of the other ones that I thought would be cool with it, and, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, just say, well, it's, it's okay. It's still you, yeah. Said all that, but then drift away. So... Which is fine because friendships do come and go. Yeah, doesn't mean they weren't friendships, but you know they drift away, and don't, you you don't sort of both parties don't make the effort to yeah continue the friendship.
0: And were they were they were they couples that you did have friendships as a couple, if that makes sense, or would they have been in you know because you know sometimes when relationships break down, you know there's always a natural Split of of the friends, yeah. if you like, in whichever group, were they were they friends that were yours as a couple, or yours individually, or do you do you know what I mean? Yeah,
1: they were mostly friends that as a couple. So it's like, yeah, I was friends with the, the guy, and yeah, yeah, wife was friends with woman, and but we still had cross friendships with the, you know, from even and, the, and the, the the girl, and so forth. Yeah. Um, and nothing, none of that really broke down because of the separation in the, in the marriage. Mm. Yeah, a couple, that happened a couple of years later. Um, because it wasn't a, a nasty or bad breakdown. Yeah, no. the marriage had run its course. I needed to move on.
0: Yeah,
1: and and you know she needed to move on. Yeah, to start again.
0: Well, and that and that been something you'd been carrying as a couple. For a good few years, so it wasn't it wasn't shock news, was it? Because you you'd no. gone through that,
1: yeah, yeah. We just gradually, yeah. Separate it when I was off. I was forty when I moved out of the family home. Yeah.
0: So, so it was a long time together then.
1: Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we first started courting when we was fifteen. So, yeah, it was a, it yeah. was a chunk of, chunk of time, but yeah. it naturally,
0: yeah, yeah, just out. Just yeah. finished. So, sorry, anyway. So, you're talking about your Christmas parties and your friendships, and you start to come out a bit more. When did you talk to your family?
1: Uh, oh, blimey. I was probably 37, 38. Mm-hmm. sort of time, I think. It's like, well, I need to come in, yeah, I need to come and have a chat. What about? It's like, no, I just need to come in and have a chat. And sort of like came over to Half hole, sat down. And She was, you could see that she was thinking, "What? Well, yeah, am I ill? Yeah." Something that's the parents' big dread. Yeah,
0: it? and ov- and obviously you had been poorly, so that yeah. would have been that would have been a worry.
1: Yeah, and then sort of like told her, and she was, stupid, <laughs> stupid. And then my sister turned up halfway through, who were not. Overly cl- overly close. She's still my sister.
0: Mm-hmm. still a brother. Mm-hmm.
1: I c- still class myself as her brother because I am. Yeah. Um, and she was, uh, well you your fits you, you don't, don't be so stupid, you're hard, you're hard. And, you know, you don't be stupid. And it was like, it's nothing to do with being hard. Yeah. It's nothing to do with that. It's just this well, stupid, yeah. And it was yeah, so mum's okay, took a little bit, she didn't fall out with me, but took a little bit of time to understand and whatever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: If I can jump forward to sort of like, I don't know, probably three or four years ago. I used to go to my mum's every every Tuesday and then when I got with Rebecca Reynolds or Becky, we still go over on a on a Tuesday, Tuesday night to my mum's just for sort of like Something to eat and whatever. And then we were just having a chat and then we were talking about my brother and sister and whatever. I'm a mum and admitted it, that I'm the only normal child she's got. <laughs> so I feel like that. Yeah, was.
0: see, see, yeah. you've got to define normal. There isn't, is there? No. You know? And and how perfect is yeah. that for mum? Yeah, so it's like, you know, I
1: said to her, I am the only normal child you got. And she said, Yeah, I think you are.
0: <laughs> so there's three of you, isn't there? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah, my brother, when he found out, he phoned me up. It's like, because I didn't, we're not close, not close at all, we'll never have been, apart from when we played football together. And, yeah. Yeah, we well, were never mates. So just me and him would go down and pub together or whatever. Yeah. We'd go with our friends, because yeah. we shared the same friends. And then he, he phoned me up when he found out. I went, You're all right? He's like, Yeah, you're all right. He went, i just there. I said, no, All right. He said, if you get any stick for him, let me know and I'll sort them out for you. And and that was, that was 13 years ago, probably. And that was the last time we spoke.
0: OK.
1: Because so like from then it was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Or oh, he's a hell's angel, this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I thought, oh, well, that's all right. But no, he didn't speak to me anymore.
0: Do you think if you ever needed to make that call to say I'm getting uh, getting a bit of stick here? Um he probably knows you don't need that, but
1: Yeah, you know. I would I wouldn't vote him anywhere No. Cause I, I think that's it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: However his wife yeah. and his children, because he works abroad, I go over there all the time helping him out. I need new windows or I need, you know, my door doesn't shut yeah. or whatever. And, you know, can yeah. you come and sort it out? And it's like... And then I often wonder whether she actually tells him that I'll go over and sort of help her out. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, yeah. Well, you will
1: know now. <laughs> I'll tell you, Wayne, this, this sort of stuff. <laughs> Yeah, so... And then my sister and we speak, but we've never had a conversation. Really? No, never had a chat, Yeah. Okay. Ever. Yeah, she lives at Kizzle. She used to... Went out to the pub at Kizzle, she, I think... I get the feeling that's why she moved to Hmm. And then she used to come to the pub all the time. Yeah. And it was like, all right, all right. And that's... Uh, that's the end of the conversation. Yeah,
0: almost like... It's just like... Almost like a tick-box exercise kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Been in. Senior.
1: You, you're fine. Yeah, and it's... It, the Relationship is there, but nobody knows it's there. I don't think, mm. yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: I think she still thinks, and yeah, when she gets highly emotional, which she does now and then, yeah, a few drinks too many or whatever, then she will say something to me, and it's like, Oh, yeah, where did that come from? I, yeah. like, I really, yeah, like I really envy you, or you know, I'm proud of you, or whatever, but, but it yeah. can't
0: be. It- it wouldn't be over coffee.
1: No. Mm. No. No, we didn't have that sort of upbringing. We knew that there was love there and we thought that that was love. Mm. But I was saying, yeah, without what I see today, yeah, yeah, yeah. hugs and cuddles and, you know, mm-hmm. even my children, you know, when they say love you over the phone, it's like, oh, love you. Yeah. It yeah. Just, it's, doesn't come naturally. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And there are, there are families like that, aren't there? They yeah. I just, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah it's, it's just one of those, yeah. Nothing comes, yeah. Emotions don't come naturally oh. to me. Yeah.
0: Is that possibly why it was so hard for you to actually just be you?
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. My, my dad died when I was 24, 23, 24. And I'm not sure whether I could have come out if he'd have still been alive. Okay. But that's because I probably wouldn't want to let him down. Or
0: Different generation, isn't it? Old school, different generation, different time. Doesn't make it right, doesn't make it acceptable. But it wasn't the norm, was it? It wasn't happily. But but even, even general emotion, even general, you know, families were hardworking, they grafted, that's what they did. You know, there almost wasn't time for the what we deem now is softy, softy, touchy-feely. You know, let's sit down, make sure everyone's okay. It, that didn't really exist, did it, for any of us? I suppose. No,
1: I don't think so. I mean, I don't remember going to any of my friends' house and the and the and the parents, yeah, giving the the children a hug mm. when they're walking out the door and, and giving them a kiss. It was like it just didn't happen. It was like, yeah. And if if we did, we'd probably take the mickey out of it.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. (laughs) Kiss (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I went to town one one day when I was 13. I used to, one of my mates from the village, Vince, Vince Clark, he's still one of the best mates, even though we don't see each other one Mm -hmm. year to the next, we have a phone call or text message now and then, and that's it. We went to town and we got our ears pierced. yeah. And got him. And then that was on Saturday, and it got to about Sunday afternoon when my dad clocked it. And he didn't sort of beat me; He just said, get that bloody thing out of your ear. And he said it every day for the next six months, and I think he'd just give up then. Yeah. So and
0: it said, didn't come
1: out your ear then? No, I Good. wasn't going to take it out. <laughs> yeah, it cost me £2.50. <laughs> yeah. Nolan's Jewellers, you know. <laughs>
0: yeah, and it probably hurt as well,
1: yeah. did it? Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, they used the old
0: gun on me. So. Yeah. So going back to so because I know we jumped in a little bit. So our, you you're starting to tell more people, you're starting to become more aware late 30s, early 40s. And you moved out then. You said you moved out the family home at 40.
1: Yeah.
0: What was what happened next? What was next?
1: Oh, probably the biggest turning point as in coming out out that everybody got to hit mm-hmm. happened. On a rugby club tour. Okay. I used, I started going on the rugby club tours for a couple of years um, and got quite friendly with, you know, some of the players. I never played rugby, but I knew some of the players and we'd obviously all gone past or heading towards non-playing, you know, being up you know, here. They, st-
0: they all still think they can play rugby, no matter how old they yeah. get, trust me. Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, and that that started from when another child a friend from the village moved to australia yeah. staff yeah staff yeah. Alston, yeah when he moved to australia anyhow so i started going on the Lupa club tour so we went to malta and spain yeah i didn't want to go to this country is yeah. like, well when you go abroad when you get somewhere nice i'll be in. there yeah. and i thought yeah so like i made yeah a you know, whole new group of friendship and Something happened, they had a a rugby tour to Margate and I was going, all paid, going. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And two or three days before they were going, somebody had told me not to go. They were like, no, don't go. Okay. So I bailed out on it. And apparently somebody on the rugby tour worked with my ex-brother-in-law who told him about me and it was all going to come out okay And apparently some of the so-called so like bullies of the rugby club mm-hmm. were gonna yeah try and yeah make a thing out of it
0: yeah
1: and it was like and these bully oh i call them bully boys because they're just fucking idiots they were yeah they said, it up that they were gonna yeah and it would have ended with me either, because I was still relatively angry,
0: Yeah.
1: a good look after myself, either getting into serious trouble mm-hmm. or me getting absolutely battered. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so I got, I got a few phone calls that weekend on the tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quite a bit of name calling. Yeah. Fucking arsehole, fucking poor fucking... You know, I've been in showery reviews. Like, no, you haven't. I didn't play for <laughs> Giant. Yeah, it uh, like, oh, oh, I you could bung me what? That instant like, oh, mentality, yeah. yeah, ridiculous.
0: So, yeah, I didn't fancy you anyway. <laughs> it was, it was, yeah, it's really
1: weird, I and mean, it was,
0: yeah. And it's not pleasant because you, you'd have almost been kind of hijacked into that situation, wouldn't you? Which yeah. would have been horrendous. Whichever, and like you said, whichever way that had gone, that would have been horrendous.
1: Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't have been nice because no. I did have a couple of really good friends who are yeah. still really good friends on the tour you know, and yeah. they would have sort of like
0: Yeah yeah yeah.
1: you yeah. know yeah. yeah, had my back. Yeah. But it was yeah, it was it was all planned and it was like yeah. That's the the issue I find with with rugby compared with football. It was like, mm-hmm. you know, what, it's all peer pressure and yeah, I've got to be a little bit More naughty than you, and I've got to do something more daring than you. And it's yeah, yeah, you don't, yeah, yeah. I can never quite understand it, but it was, yeah, anyhow, yeah. So, (laughs) yeah, so, yeah, I would have been, yeah, a bit bushwhacked to the rugby club tour, but there was of you may have said, no, you don't want to go on that, yeah, even though I was going to. So, um, and then obviously, yeah, there's 40 or 50 people on the rugby club, probably. Oh, there's forty people that go. Thirty are married.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Twenty of them would have kids.
0: Yeah,
1: a few of them had kids my children's age. Yeah, so it's like, oh, I've got to have kids. Okay. So, some kids.
0: And so, how old would they have been then?
1: Oh, just I trying. Yeah, to... Josh would have. Josh was at secondary school, so he would have been eleven, stroke twelve. Mm-hmm. And Scarlett would have been...
0: About eight eight. and nine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, because if I didn't tell them, I know full well. Somebody did As soon as they got to school. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. um, So I told them. Loads of confusion from them. But, yeah. Told them, no matter what, I am always your dad. Yeah, yeah. We'll always have your back.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: no matter what. And they were quite, um, they didn't tell me a lot of so stuff that went on at school mm-hmm. with bullying. People from, finding out. Yeah. From their age group or older. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was, yeah. and they didn't tell me I sort of gone to school or whatever. But they didn't tell me, I know Josh got a lot of shit. Mm. Yeah, a lot of shit. Yeah. And even when we went, when I opened the public Kissingberry. Yeah. And there was sort of like young lads that came in, because Josh was 16 when they were perp, so sort of like 18, 19 years. Yeah, yeah. And he used to say, so the he talked to him. it's like, he's all and right, he? Well, he used to b- bully the fuck out of me at school because he knew he trying to be your mate or whatever. Yeah. So then I would have them, yeah, the next time they came, he's going like, to have a word or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, well, you didn't tell me it's Josh, it? it wasn't your problem, was it? Yeah, so, he, Yeah. He suffered a bit, mm. and I think that bullying or name calling or whatever it was still affects him today. Mm-hmm. I think there's still, yeah, resents, doesn't resent me because he knows that I do a lot for him, but he resents the fact that he was probably the son of me. A little, not <laughs> totally, but there's something, yeah, well.
0: yeah, and yeah. it's difficult, isn't it? Because people know you as Moog, yeah, and 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 Moog sits across every gender because it doesn't it doesn't matter does it mm-hmm. but like you say you've got this persona of being rough and tough and hard and everything else and you were absolutely flipping that on its head in a way and do you think for him scarlet not so much because she's she's littler and, and girls are a little bit different but do you think that was that was a an issue with trying to get in his head his dad and his persona of his dad that that was just if you like, it's hard, isn't it, to say what would you you have done because you were in a whole different turmoil of your
1: own. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I would have done. If I'd have been Josh, I don't know what I'd have done. Yeah. I, I genuinely would have found that it was probably the worst situation I could imagine.
0: And I don't think there's anything you could have done to prepare or not to prepare either. I don't think there's a right or a wrong way of of, of doing Like you said, the minute you knew that that was going to come out and affect them you sit down and you tell them yeah and that's that's the only person that comes from which is
1: yeah I did take them to a specialist psychologist for a few weeks over in Leamington who specialised in transgendered stuff and whatever and she would spend an hour Mm -hmm. or half an hour of each one just talking to them yeah trying to yeah and at the end of every session she said ah they're really good kids blah 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 yeah Mm. There's nothing to worry about, but I'm pretty sure that Josh is a bit like me he keeps his cards close to his chest, doesn't sort of like yeah. let his emotions come out. He'd
0: have until probably, they got explode. That, probably got probably um, got that from his dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do
1: you sudden, think all of, all of a sudden they will just explode and then everybody hears about it? Yeah. 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 So yeah, so going back to,
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Going going back, that's you know how it all not everybody needed to know or know, and there was a lot of people that mm. got to know who didn't even know me, and it wasn't, you know, it's not relevant. No, yeah, you know, which is something I never understand with people that come out as being gay. Is like, why do you need to tell everybody? There's mm-hmm. nothing wrong with telling everybody.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. But you don't come out and say, by the way, just to confirm that I am heterosexual. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you know, I have a strong philosophy on life that if there wasn't any cardboard boxes, if you weren't put in a box, so imagine there was no boxes and you weren't at the age of two and a half when you was at preschool or whatever school it is, given a dollar to pay with or car. It's like, if there's a toy box, you go and play with what you want.
0: Yeah.
1: Then people would grow up and say, do you know what? I really like that person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That person might be a man, woman. Yeah. Or... Or something yep. else. Yeah, yeah. It's like, and then the gender bit comes after. So why do you put yourself in a box of being, yeah, gay? Yeah. It's like, you're not always gay. You know, Tom yeah. Robinson, back from the 70s or 80s, yeah. he was one of the big gay rights person, yeah. people and whatever, and he's married with children now. Because yeah. he found, he just happened to find... The person. So, the person.
0: Yeah.
1: And the gender was female mm. rather than male. Yeah. You know, I, that's, I think you should... You love who you love, and the gender is secondary. Yeah. And everything, but that's an ideal world that we don't live in. No, unfortunately not. Yeah. No. Um,
0: so, kids know your, what then, mid, early 40s?
1: Kids knew before I left home. Yeah. So, that would have been late, late 30s. Yeah. So... I'm trying to remember the, the dates it all happened, but it was it was everything sort of like started to come out between 36 to 40. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it seems as if it was quite a condensed at the time, but it was yeah, a lot of it was pushed.
0: Yeah. So and you're you're on the hormone treatment at that point as yeah. well. And how was that? How how did you find that? But
1: I didn't even notice because <laughs> you know. And things start to develop and then you think and then but it was yeah i'd also started um having my face hair any face hair that will grow removed yeah and anybody who tells you that's that's an easy yeah an easy route it's not it's not i spent in total probably five years Mm. every six weeks for five years two or three hundred pounds every six weeks for five years having it done
0: yeah
1: and it's like yeah yeah nothing what i've done is it's been cheap never used national health for anything because i just couldn't go down that route Mm -hmm. yeah national health is barbaric of yeah If I had to, I just would. I just, I I don't know what I'd do, but yeah, it's barbaric. You know, before they would even see you, you have to live full time as a woman before you can have any hair, you know, anything. And it's like, yeah, well, I'm Barbara, you know, Barbara with a a five o'clock shadow at 12 (laughs) o'clock, yeah. And I just think it's horrendous. So everything I've done, yeah, I've done. And do
0: you think they do that because? of nobody having perhaps the understanding within within the NHS that of what it's like because you knew you were living with it for years you knew you should have been something else so you didn't you didn't need to then live six months as Barbara if you like you didn't need to do that because mm. you'd actually known and do you think that's their way of going now are you sure dear <laughs> you know just yeah. in um, case whereas actually when you know you know yeah
1: I just think it's it was yeah it I get the feeling that the NHS attitude was very old-fashioned. It's like, well, if you can put up with all the piss-taking for the next 12 months, yeah, then we are start on, you some treatment. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not necessarily sure that what I've gone through should be paid for by the National Health, but there should be a little bit of assistance mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, Purely... Be- yeah, because it is expensive.
0: Yeah.
1: And there are other priorities. hmm Yeah. Yeah, I, I would hate to think that, yeah, if I'd have had my beard removed, yeah, for so many thousand pounds, that, that prevented somebody getting cancer treatment. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. There, there's levels of necessity.
1: Yeah. 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 But then, yeah, we're currently in a period of mental health and mental health is really important yeah 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 Yeah. so yeah yeah, a lot of people think that i had my heart attack at 35 because of this and it was it was the stress of Mm -hmm. that was everything that was going on yeah there was nothing to do that i had five or six mcdonald's every week and i worked 120 hours a week yeah trying to keep people employed Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 um
0: yeah, lifestyle choices yeah. play a big part in having a heart attack at the five, don't yeah.
1: they? Yeah. I don't I'd mean.
0: imagine it didn't help. I'd imagine that actually sitting with the lid on that probably yeah. did, it was a little bit of a pressure cooker. Yeah,
1: but my GP also said that packing up smoking might have could be a contribution as
0: well. <laughs> Had you yeah. packed up then? Yeah. Yeah.
1: And he said, yeah, I'm not allowed to tell you this. He said, but you've smoked 20 cigarettes for the last 20 years, and all of a sudden, four months ago, you stopped. Um, Yeah. I said, yeah, but I only stopped because I didn't feel very well. (laughs) Yeah. I actually went to the GP on a Thursday before the Sunday where I had the heart attack because I didn't feel very well. And he was a lovely GP, and he said, well, come back Monday with year four MOT. Yeah. And I never got it to he, much, he got he didn't to wait Monday. for that. <laughs> he didn't so, hang around for yeah, that. He came and gave me a few home visits because yeah. I think it was, yeah, felt a little bit, oh, perhaps we should have looked into this a bit more. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. yeah. Anyway. anyway.
0: Yeah, we can't. Um, yeah, we can Yeah, we could have a whole chapter on heart attacks. <laughs> um, Would be very riveting. So, if uh, you uh, don't want to tell me, you don't have to tell me. Um. How far have you gone?
1: Far enough. Far enough. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yeah, you when know, when i was put it kissing Barry, the guy came in and he introduced himself. And I sort of like knew who he was or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was the second question that he asked. No, way. Yeah. So you've got to be Wow. Kidding me, wow. That's yeah, I, God, why would you why would you do that? He said, what was that with asking that question? It's like, I don't know really, but you know, I haven't asked you whether you're circumcised them yeah, or, or no. on what size you are or whatever.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a bit, yes, that's a bit much, isn't it? Yeah, that is a bit much. Um, so you at the pub, had you got the pub at this point? Then is that where you went after that, or what? No, you...
1: so I've yeah, so separated, moved to a couple of houses. And uh, I just, just buying a perp. And I thought, and then when Kissing Baby we came on the market. So I put an offer in. Offer was rejected. Twelve months later, it was like, are you still offering the same amount? And it was like, yeah. It's like, we'll accept it then. So, which was one of the best things I ever did was buy, buying the perp. Or yep. starting to buy the perp. But also one of the worst things I ever did.
0: hmm so talk me through the good things. What was good about a Pub?
1: The best thing I did with the pub, which was, was, was a pure accident, because a lot of people from Kissy Bay told me this. I gave an interview to the Chronic and Echo about the first, county's first father of two being a landlady. Oh, God, OK. Bit, but it came across quite well. And it's yeah. A, you know, former, former you know, footballer and cricketer and blah, 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 and this stuff. Uh, so that made me sound like a, a professional and a was like yeah I like that because <laughs> a lot of people I used to play football you know from football it's like yeah I can't tell you what standard <laughs> yeah <laughs> I used to anyhow um, that came out the Thursday before I took the pub over that new the Chronic and Echo mm. and the people from, the, from Kissing Bay said it just answered everybody's questions so they were either going to come in or not yeah, Yeah. there was no... So, yeah. so, we're coming of group, in
0: to see if you'd got two heads or yeah. any of that, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, or see me, you know, somebody
1: yeah. looking like Bette Lynch behind the bow or yeah. just somebody normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the good things were we had a proper good laugh in the pub.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We didn't always shut properly on the right times.
0: Village pub, different times, different rules. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> We just locked the front door and you know, and then yeah, sort of like some nights half of six came and we were still dancing on the tables and why not? We made made loads of good friends, really good yeah, some really good friends. Yeah. Uh, for those who
0: haven't set foot in a pub for twelve months, they were somewhere you could go and have a drink and enjoy time with your friends. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah we found that The music system had a microphone and whatever, and we you know we just. Uh, karaoke about the words with the music on everybody was singing and you know it, it was some we had some really good times yeah and made it yeah sort of proper proper laugh the negative sides of the pub is that um, some people came in as a curiosity factor to see me mm-hmm. and they ended up usually by me crapping onto their throat and walking out the door yeah um, because they said something that wasn't acceptable.
0: Yeah. On any level, at any time? No. It doesn't matter if it's no. to you or any, it's Yeah, I mean, it's not acceptable. It's not
1: acceptable. Um, usually, if they were with people, mm. i will try and make them look a bit silly. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get that.
1: So I would, when they were sort of like, yeah, just trying to say something, mm-hmm. yeah. There was two or three entrances out of the bar, so I could walk around behind people and then say, well, OK, now we're going to talk yeah, yeah tuck them on your the shoulder yeah there's no barrier now so it's pull your boots yeah you? what's your problem Well just being funny when I saw ain't funny mate is it you just look cock. yeah and that that sort of stuff yeah the other negatives was that the sale never went through even though I paid for the perb, and it just all went messy and I walked away losing all my money Cause I've got nothing to show for it, you know. None of the paperwork was signed, even I paid for it, and blah blah. So yeah, I lost a good chunk of money mm. that was nearly worth it. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit it, it,
0: on the on the
1: on the balance, it was like yeah, it was nearly worth it. Yeah, for the the good times that I had there. Yeah, I yeah, yeah I was there for two and a half years and. I probably would have paid six hundred pounds for that entertainment a week. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you do you think so? That was you know after kind of being, I suppose, a little bit unsettled for a couple of years, you know, and having that base for that time to be you. Do you think that really helped?
1: Yeah, um, uh, amazing.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. I've made some extremely good friends. Yeah, I made some extremely good acquaintances
0: yeah
1: uh from being a perp and probably made no enemies yeah but what i did i think what i did at the perp was knocked a hell of a lot of barriers down Mm -hmm. because once people had come in you know um they realized that i was all right yeah 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 yeah, I know that lots of people, especially from Harpole, used to call it instead of the old red line. It was the the pink line. Yeah, going go over go the pink line, you know, that sort of thing. And one of the people that I've made, you know, made a really good um, friendship with when I first opened, and he was drinking the other pub in Gissingbury. Said, you know, he openly said to you know people in there, I don't think I'll be drinking around there. Really. And then, sort of, like six months later, it's like, yeah. I think his his missus brought him in, and then from that night, he came in every night. I mean, every night.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Unless he went away on holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and we're, we we uh, we're really good friends now.
0: Yeah. Perception is is such a small thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah. It yeah. Can make Cause, and break. Because I remembered him from school, you see. So, and he was a few years older than me at school, but he was one of the
0: yeah,
1: yeah the hard boys at school. It was like. <gasps> So he said when I first came in, you were a lot of bit I said, Yeah, I just remember you from school being hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm just I'm, I'm just gonna paint a picture geographically how far kind of school and Kisenbury and Harpole are. We sit within a five mile radius, don't we? Yeah. With it the the whole thing from from the secondary schools to the villages, it all sits. So it is a very close community. Yeah. It, within the couple of villages, you've got three villages. You know, Bobbrook, where the school is, and and Kissel and Harpole all sit within this tight five mile
1: radius. And yeah, well, you know, Bobbrook to Harpole is, I think it's just under three miles, and Kizlebury is halfway between the two.
0: Yeah, so it's yeah, so it would have been a very close area.
1: And yeah, a lot of people around here don't move away.
0: <laughs> no. Well, you're back.
1: <laughs> well, I've never really. Oh, yeah, never I, did, re- I did move away a little bit, but. Not very far.
0: Yeah. So then, so you're in the pub. A couple of good years. What was next?
1: Um, from my separation with my wife, I wasn't intending to be with anybody, go with anybody, have a relationship again. I was, yeah, quite like my own company. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it was a bit mm, shame, but then sort of like Becky turned up at the pub one night and then just didn't leave. So for the last four four months of the, the pub, Becky stayed with me. And then we moved back to my flat that I'd rented out while I was at the perb. Yeah, yeah. And then we just been working because I kept my business going the, yeah. when I was at the pub, but on tick over. And then we have moved a couple of times, but only rented. Then we went into buying another pub at another neighbouring village, which is only three miles away. And then we sort of like got the pub... Working, we hadn't put any money down or whatever at this point, and then the guy that we were buying it off tried to shaft us mm. because he realized that we'd just doubled his weekly takings just doing yeah. what you do, we yeah, in a six week period. And he wanted a bit more money, so I thought, I'm not doing this again, yeah. No. So I told him to f himself and f his pup, yeah. And we walked out of there two weeks later, yeah. Um, so we're now back in. Harpole, um, as you know, well, you don't know, you might not know. I've been doing family tree, so yeah, that dates back in Harpool. at the moment. I can find it is 1750. me, we've been in well, my family's been in Harpole, yeah, and another branch of the family before they lived in Harpole lived in Kissingberry.
0: There you
1: go, you so. see, so it was like. So we have <laughs> yeah.
0: literally the apple is not very yeah, far, far from the tree. We
1: don't, we don't tend to move our think finger so. <laughs>
0: But yet, you know, the the change within the family is immense, isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah, it's it's good. And when I came back to the village and started coming more regularly than yeah. Yeah, a visit once a week or once four months yeah. or whatever, then started to meet a lot of people that I would probably say hello to. Mm. But we hadn't chatted for 30 years. Yeah. And especially made it a little bit different because I was a little bit different to how they remember. Yeah. But that sort of became natural within like five minutes. Yeah. They realised that I wasn't any different. <laughs> the only difference was it was like they'd say, all right, Meg. It's like, Sorry, Ash, and he's like, no, Mook's fine, (laughs) come in here, but I don't mind you coming, moog. it's fine. But they didn't know, that that was the only thing, I didn't know whether that was all right. Yeah, yeah. Where
0: did Mook come from?
1: uh, Harpole's been renowned for its nicknames, apparently, according to my mum. You know, everybody's had nicknames in Harpole or whatever, whether they liked them or not. But when we was growing up, we all had nicknames, and they were all animal-based, you know, there was... Like Phil Jones, he was he was called Whale because it was Jones Junior and the Whale Whale and. Okay. Steve Hawkins, he was he was he was called Pig or because it was Hawkins Pork Pie. No Hawkins Pork Pie Pork Pie Pig. No.
0: <laughs> the strangest game of um, rhyming slang, isn't it? Yeah, Harpo's version of Cockney rhyming slang.
1: Yeah, there was there was yeah. There, <laughs> It was like a worm, isn't it? That was worm, but I don't always ever call worm. And because that I was I was called dog, because it was like, fitsu shitsu shitsu dog. Right. So he was like dog, and he's like, that's pretty shit, really. Yeah. And then we was all down the playing field one day, and then this amazing program came out on television, five to five, called Willow the Wisp. Yes. And I'm them, so loads of character. There was like, maybe crit, fat fairy, and car wash the cat. Yep. And then they introduced this other character. It was like, this is a dog-like creature with no brains, and it's called the Moog. <laughs> and then everybody said, that's you. It's like, so I got uppity about it for the first couple of weeks, And then it was like, then everybody called me it. And I'm, when I say everybody, you yeah, know, all school teachers. Yep. Yeah. My aunties, my uncles, everybody. Yeah. yeah. And I was yeah. talking to Stuart Solid in the village back in the summer. And I was I referred, I've got some photo, old photos of football teams and whatever. Said to I referred to him as me referred to, to me, to him as Stuart. And he said, he said, I have never known you as Stuart. I've only ever known you as me. Obviously, I did know that you were Stuart, but I've never, yeah. because I've never called you it, and I've never heard anybody else call you Stuart.
0: Didn't know that was it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So
1: coming back to the village has been been pretty good.
0: Yeah. I do like
1: the village. Yeah. I do recognise most of the people that I see, and if I don't, I still talk to them anyhow.
0: Yeah. It is changing. There is more people that move into it. There's more developments that go on, isn't there? There is lots of change, but there are an awful lot of core families that are still here. Yeah. Lots of generations that are still
1: here. Yeah, you do. When I was doing my family tree, yeah, you know, I was looking at mm. birth registers and whatever.
0: Yeah,
1: same names kept popping up, which was like Corey, Starmer, Billingham, yeah, and Faulkner. Yeah, yeah, they were like the names that were still, you know, whether they're the same branches of the Wattons in the village today,
0: yeah,
1: but they were. They were there in 1750, along with my, my family. Yeah, yeah. But Harpole's a little bit more unique than most villages. It's not a drive-through. No. It's on the main road. Yeah. But you have to turn off the main road. You
0: only come to Harpole if you come into Harpole. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They say that about Hartlepool, though. Yeah. And that's monkey hangers up. <laughs> <laughs> you don't drive through Harpole, because you don't... Hartlepool, because you don't need to. It doesn't go anywhere. Doesn't,
0: yeah, yeah. That's a bit like Harpoel, Tisla, it has to be like Harpole. like Harpole. It doesn't go anywhere. Um So you I mean you're back here now You've been with Becky What four years now Five years
1: Five Going on
0: Going on six That comes after <laughs> <laughs> um, And you're here together Which is Fabulous Yeah If you could Go back To Teenage Moog What would you say Uh
1: Not overly sure Whether I'd do anything different mm-hmm. I've been very fortunate Yeah Very fortunate That my work's always been good. Got a good work ethic. And yeah, I think, you yeah, know, I've tried to install that in my children as well. It's like, you know, you work and you work and you work and it will come off sooner or later. Mm-hmm. Um, the only uh, the only thing that I probably should have done. Mm. My biggest regret was when Graham Carr asked me to look at playing football for the Coppers. To believe that he probably knew that I was better than I thought I was. You know, he wasn't inside me professional, but he said, come and play for the reserves. Yeah. Or whatever. And I was 18 then and I thought, I'm not like I'm not good enough. Are you all right? And then three years later, when the same, not the same guy, but the same scenario happened for the and Diamonds, it's yeah. like, come and play for us. But I just I was 21 then and I just bought the house. Yeah. And it was like two days off work a week because of the travelling all over the country because yeah. they were non-league, but they would just
0: yeah, yeah.
1: see uh, one league below being professional, yeah. full-time, whatever. Yeah, they were
0: semi-pro, weren't they? I think. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, and I just couldn't afford to have the time off work. Mm. And because of that, yeah you know, yeah it was like sometimes just take a bit more of a gamble. Yeah. However, from then, from those points... <laughs> I have, tried, my whole life's been a gamble, it's like all yeah. right. I've trust, tried to trust my own instinct. Yeah. And I just think that manners, manners make up a man. Mm-hmm. Got have please manners. Yeah. thank you, hello, goodbye. Yeah. Whether you know them or not. Yeah. It goes a long way.
0: Yeah.
1: Especially in the village. Funny enough, I went for walks to day and somebody I'd never seen before in the village, he must have been from the village. I said, hello to him, and he blanked me and it was like, so I had to answer myself for him. <laughs> it's like, Morning. I'm yeah. Oh, morning, then. My it's,
0: yeah, Yeah, and that's the first time. I have. I. I think we we've had a conversation before about it. Doesn't matter, like you said there, about. But it doesn't matter if you're gay, you're straight, you're black, you're yellow, you're pink, you're purple, you're whatever. If you're an arsehole, you're always an arsehole. Yeah.
1: Everything is secondary.
0: Exactly. The rest of it, I don't care.
1: Yeah. I don't what? care
0: what I don't care what you are.
1: Yeah. You might but be an asshole. You might be a exactly. But if, if you you're, an arsehole, arsehole.
0: you're an asshole, you're an asshole. Yeah. 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 And there's yeah. no need. That's it, isn't it? It's, it's no mm-hmm. need. Like, and like you said earlier as well, life is too short. You know, you can't. I I when I took I, I took the pub at, 40. How old am I now? I could be 47 took probably just before I was 45. And it kind of was, you know, what do I want to do when I grow up? <laughs> Not quite there yet. Mm. You know, and it is because it's just don't waste any opportunity, I think.
1: No, it's there, but principles cost cost money as well. Yeah. And that's one of one of the things my solicitor told me years ago when I was suing somebody or trying to get some money out of somebody. I said, it's quite principal, he said. Principles cost money, and that's all they ever do.
0: Because
1: mm. yeah, only you know about your principles, but principles cost money. And sometimes you have to step back and think, do you know what? Let them off, let them go, let it go. Just walk yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. No point. No, no. point. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's not a lot of advice I could have given myself any earlier. I wish my dad had been around a bit longer. But then, then sometimes I think I don't know what he would have made of. I don't know what he would have made of society now, or this pandemic, or yeah. or me. It would have certainly took him a few years to get his head around me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't think we'd have fallen out. No. Not too much. Not permanently, anyhow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah.
0: Good stuff. Um, well, thank you for today. You're very welcome. Um, I miss talk, as you know. You know, I said to you, I miss this conversation, I miss chat. Um, and the, the premise of every conversation I have is, is is if somebody sits and has a listen to this and it makes their life a little bit better for spending an hour listening to whatever, then that, that for me is a win. So, you know, thank you.
1: Yeah, well, there's
0: nothing better than listening to me, is there? Not at all. <laughs> Loved it. Every minute. Thank you, darling. Thank you. If you've been affected by anything we've talked about in today's podcast then there are several places you can go for some support. Mind and the Samaritans are a great place to start for mental health and if you're looking for advice with regards any kind of cancer support then obviously Cancer Research UK or Macmillan will be there to answer any questions you have. Just remember people keep talking let's not miss the conversation.